1: hey waffle gang i do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting the like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from the entitled people subreddit from totally to less 242 who says sister-in-law goes no contact over ten dollars buckle up Because I've been holding this long story in for a long time. I want to tell you this is a hot mess. This is a hot, steaming, bubbly mess of a mess. My sister-in-law, S.I.L., has cut all ties with me and hubby. Telling us she wants nothing to do with us ever again. Because their mother, M.I.L., asked her for $10. And we had the audacity to side with mother-in-law when sister-in-law refused. Sounds petty? It is. Sounds simple? Not exactly. Edit for context, this story doesn't occur in the U.S. This is all happening in the Caribbean, or Caribbean for the U.S. folks out there. Cheeky. So for those confused by the use of the term mummy, which I think is such a cute cultural debate so far here, it's totally normal for grown adults to call their parents mummy and daddy out of respect. It's also the reason for certain healthcare, car, and labor oddities. A lot of us in my country still haven't not recovered from the pandemic because the tourism industry is only just reopening in full force and that's the industry 70 percent of the working population relied on hubby has three siblings brother one bil1 will watch you drown to save some rope brother two bil2 is the sweetest but a bit naive and sister-in-law oh boy i don't have anything to compare her to I think the title should hint at how bad she is. For your information, sister-in-law is the baby of the family. And the only girl. She was spoiled rotten before their parents split up. And things only got worse once the separation became permanent. Sister-in-law would play parent against parent and throw her brothers under the bus regularly. Abby and I watched sister-in-law's behavior get more and more toxic as she grew into an adult. But there was no talking to mother-in-law or father-in-law. Both parents felt guilty about the fact that, of the siblings, sister-in-law was the one to grow up into the broken home. So they excused every tantrum, every snarky remark, and every selfish act. Once when she was 12, sister-in-law stole a pair of my sexy panties from the dryer. Hubby and I lived in the same duplex as mother-in-law for a while. I actually thought the panties had been sacrificed to the dryer instead of a sock that cycle. That was until a month later. I saw sister-in-law throw the panties into our kitchen through the open back door. When I went over to their apartment to ask sister-in-law why she stole the panties, mother-in-law got upset at me and told hubby to make me apologize to sister-in-law for accusing her of something I saw her do with my own eyes. Sister-in-law had the family wrapped around her little finger. Fast forward to 2020. All the siblings were in their early to late 20s. Mother-in-law one, two, and sister-in-law decided to remain living with mother-in-law because she only had to pay them $200 each a month for rent, utilities, and groceries. Mother-in-law still felt guilty about breaking up the family, so she sacrificed her freedom and needs to take responsibility for more than half the monthly expenses while her kids partied the land down. I mean, they literally partied the land down. One summer, mother-in-law couldn't even afford shoes for work, Her sister-in-law went on a week's vacation abroad. But something else happened in 2020, right? Enter the pandemic. Mother-in-law was laid off permanently from her job. So she looked to her adult children for financial support until she could find a new job. I emphasize adult because at some point in our lives, children will have to help their parents. We just had to start a bit earlier. But it wasn't going to be for the rest of mother-in-law's life just yet. The four siblings just had to hold down the fort until mother-in-law found a new job. Simple. Well, brother-in-law one wasn't pleased, but he's reasonable once you get him to sit down and listen to sense. Brother-in-law two rolled with the punches. Sister-in-law, however, after five months, sister-in-law moved out to live with her boyfriend without warning. All sister-in-law said as she packed her things was, I'm too young to take care of you, mummy. I have my own life to live. Never mind her brother-in-law one and two and hubby were all chipping in equally. Apparently sister-in-law had been carrying the load all by herself and she just had enough. She was so tired that sister-in-law left her dog for mother-in-law to take care of with no money. We were all speechless. Not only had sister-in-law been living with mother-in-law for almost two years paying practically nothing, but mother-in-law called in favor with a friend to get sister-in-law a job right out of high school. Sister-in-law didn't even have to apply. What's worse, mother-in-law, with the help of me and Hubby, brought sister-in-law a car with with no expectation of ever being repaid. And you better believe sister-in-law never offered to pay us back either. Without mother-in-law's help, sister-in-law would have had nothing. But sister-in-law left mother-in-law up shit creek without a paddle, and mother-in-law lost her apartment. While Hubby and his family have learned to take sister-in-law's abuse with her stoops and an eye roll, her boyfriend was no such sucker. Sister-in-law's boyfriend dumped her after a year. The saint. I'm surprised he held on that long and told sister-in-law to scram. And guess who she came bawling back to? Mother-in-law. And guess who took her in without a peep? Mother-in-law. I was disgusted because sister-in-law had abandoned the family. Brother-in-law one had moved in with his girlfriend and brother-in-law two had been forced to find an apartment and take mother-in-law in. Yet there sister-in-law was sleeping on brother-in-law 2's couch. Third time, only the daughter-in-law. I can't tell mother how to handle her child. I tell hubby my thoughts, of course, and he's such a softie. He and mother-in-law help sister-in-law find their own apartment, since brother-in-law too couldn't accommodate sister-in-law long-term. And when she gets evicted after a year for being a brat to her landlord all the time, mother-in-law and hubby help sister-in-law find another apartment. I even gave sister-in-law $700 for my personal savings so that she could pay the deposit on the place. Now, we're finally getting to the real story. We loaned sister-in-law the $700 in the summer of 2022 with the expectation that she'd pay me back at least $100 a month. The operative word is expectation, but the reality was that sister-in-law didn't pay us back at all. Every month, she had an excuse for hubby as to why she couldn't pay us back the increments. Oh, I had to buy a new battery for my car. Oh, I had to go to the doctor and it was so expensive. Oh, I had to buy a new battery for my car. Wait. Didn't I say that one about the battery already? Yep, sister-in-law actually used that excuse twice. I would already resigned myself to the cold reality that I'd never get the $700 back. We're not well off by any means, hubby and I, but we're not stingy. If the family needs help, we help, but rarely do we receive any thanks or compensation. I've grown used to it, and so when sister-in-law slunked on paying us back, I didn't make a fuss. Yes, I knew she was splurging money on i think it's pronounced sheen that clothing website every week and twenty dollar lunches every day that she would flaunt in front of mother-in-law who was still without a job two years later because the economy got so bad but what could i do i was more upset that sister-in-law would actually leave work every day to eat her twenty dollar sushi bento box at mother-in-law's place without ever offering mother-in-law a bite let alone a plate but this is how the ten dollar debacle started mother-in-law was living with brother-in-law too and brother-in-law too was getting tired. See, even though the three brothers were equally supporting mother-in-law until she got her life together again, brother-in-law too had to live with her. That meant his social and romantic life had come to a halt. Not to mention, he was responsible for mother-in-law's pets and sister-in-law's dog. Brother-in-law too had the pleasure of paying for extra utility use and responsibility of transporting mother-in-law and the pets around. Notice I never said anything about sister-in-law helping out. Wow, well, that's because... In sister-in-law's mind, she provided a different kind of support. Every purple moon, sister-in-law would let mother-in-law crash on her couch. No, she didn't let mother-in-law live with her. She'd essentially invite mother-in-law over for a sleepover every once in a while. Then the next day, sister-in-law would ship mother-in-law back to brother-in-law's two's place. Never mind brother-in-law two was already taking care of sister-in-law's dog. Never mind brother-in-law two already supported mother-in-law financially and kept a roof over mother-in-law's head. But the sad thing is that mother-in-law adored her sleepovers with sister-in-law. She looked forward to the mother-daughter time. And even though we all knew that time was spent at home on the couch watching Netflix, brother-in-law too wasn't pleased with the favoritism. Anyway, mother-in-law too was at sister-in-law's apartment for one of the rare sleepovers and she was strapped for cash. She needed toothpaste and dog food for the critters. So mother-in-law asked sister-in-law for $10. Hubby and I found out because half an hour later, hubby got this phone call sister-in-law says hubby something's got to give with mummy hubby says what is mummy being stubborn about something she says no i just can't deal with her asking for more money hubby says okay first of all that's not what that expression means secondly what do you mean you don't support mummy financially we boys do sister-in-law says excuse me i do a lot for mummy okay which hubby replies okay okay whatever you say what happened Sister-in-law proceeds to tell Hubby about the $10 request. He puts his phone on speaker so that I can hear this utter rubbish. She says, honestly, Hubby, I'm done. I can't deal with this anymore. Mummy's gonna break me. He replies, really, sister-in-law? $10 is gonna break you. Sister-in-law doesn't take too kindly to this retort. So she proceeds to list the following excuses as to why she doesn't have $10 to give mother-in-law, followed by, Hubby's rejoined us. Sister-in-law continues, I have a car loan to pay which Hubby replies, no, you don't. We help mummy buy the car for you in full. I have insurance to pay each month. Since when does anyone pay for car insurance monthly? That's an annual fee. Sister-in-law says, well, I have utilities to pay. He replies, no, you don't. Your rent is all inclusive. Sister-in-law says, not Netflix. I have to pay my Netflix bill, you know. You had to pay for Netflix. Are you fucking serious? That's your excuse. At this point, Hubby had heard enough, but he knows sister-in-law by now. If he rails on her like he wants to, she'll shut down. So being a good big brother, he offers advice instead. He says, Okay, sister-in-law, it seems like you're having trouble budgeting your money. Mother-in-law isn't wrong for asking for $10. She says, but I need gas in my car. He replies, Listen, I get it. You don't have $10. And rolls his eyes. But the issue is that you never seem to have money when the family needs you. But you seem to be able to find money for frivolous things like bento box lunches and sheen orders. Sister in law says, What I do with my fucking money is my fucking bit.
0: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Business. Abby says, calm down. I'm just saying that you need to manage your money better. So how much is your weekly salary? And then silence. Hubby repeats the question and Sister-in-law finally answers it very, very quietly. Like for something. Hubby says you mean like $450? Sister-in-law says yes. Hubby pulls out the old Excel budget file we've been using for years. He sets up a budget for Sister-in-law. Then he asks her how much money she has left for the coming week. Sister-in-law says not enough to give mummy $10. Hubby says please stop being belligerent. And this was the straw that breaks sister-in-law's back. Sister-in-law pops off. She won't stand for this treatment. Hubby has no right to make sister-in-law feel bad for not giving mother-in-law $10. If sister-in-law says she doesn't have $10, she doesn't have $10. Why is everyone so mean to her? Why is everyone always attacking sister-in-law? After all, sister-in-law does for mother-in-law, no one respects her. Sister-in-law lets mother-in-law sleep on her couch. Sister-in-law lets mother-in-law use her Netflix. Abbie says, oh, bravo. You let mummy sleep on your couch and soak up the internet your landlord pays for. Thanks to you, mummy doesn't have to sleep on the street tonight. She replies, you know what? Maybe she fucking should. I'm not the mother. I have my own money and my own life to live. If I want to buy fucking sushi every day for lunch, I should be able to. He replies, yeah, you can afford to eat sushi every day, but you haven't paid Opie back a single cent of the $700 she loaned you in the summer for the roof over your head. She replies, you know what? Fuck you, fuck OP and fuck Mummy. I'm done with this family. Then she hangs up. People, within two minutes, I get a notification from my bank. Remember how sister-in-law had so many expenses and couldn't afford to pay us back that $700? Remember how she had so many bills that month that she couldn't give mother-in-law $10? Well, rascal, I ain't heard this since my youth. Sister-in-law sent me the full $700. She had it the entire time. She simply decided for months that she was going to rush to pay it back. Hell, she's probably thought she'd never pay it back at all. But that's not the worst of it. Mother-in-law calls. She wants to know what happened. Sister-in-law called her minutes before to tell mother-in-law that she'd transferred $50 into mother-in-law's account. And that would be the last $50 mother-in-law was ever going to get from sister-in-law. Sister-in-law then told mother-in-law to have a nice life and to never contact her again. By damn. Of course, hubby is furious scheming brat had been cheating all of us she'd taken the entire family for a ride he tries to call sister-in-law to reprimand her for being so evil to mother-in-law but guess what sister-in-law has blocked hubby everywhere mother-in-law and hubby talk about the situation after all this hubby is still concerned about sister-in-law's well-being hubby tells mother-in-law about the budget he worked on for sister-in-law to help her if she's only making 450 dollars a week sister-in-law needs to be more careful with her money Mother-in-law says $450. Sister-in-law doesn't make $450 a week. She makes $650. Reddit, I literally fell to the floor. This bitch. Sister-in-law lied to hubby about her weekly salary just to get out of giving mother-in-law $10. At this point, mother-in-law realizes sister-in-law doesn't care about anyone but herself. It hurts because sister-in-law is mother-in-law's only daughter. But mother-in-law agrees with hubby that this behavior can't be accepted. Hubby makes a pact with mother-in-law to go no contact with sister-in-law since sister-in-law believes that she doesn't need her family. Then tell me why brother-in-law 2 calls us a week later to tell us that mother-in-law is babysitting sister-in-law's new dog. You heard me, new dog. Not the dog brother-in-law 2 is taking care of. Sister-in-law got a new dog. And the moment mother-in-law saw sister-in-law's name on the phone, she took the call. This was about four months ago now. And sister-in-law and mother-in-law seem to be right as Reign with each other. Even though sister-in-law said point blank that mother-in-law should sleep on the street. Mother-in-law accepted her back with no request for an apology. As for us, sister-in-law still has hubby blocked on all platforms. I guess we're the bad guys after all. How dare we call sister-in-law out on her shit and make her feel bad for not giving mother-in-law $10, right? So, opie does come in with an update on this saga if you like and it starts off it's been a while since things went down with my sister-in-law who cut contact with me and husband because we thought she was being unreasonable and selfish when she denied mother-in-law ten dollars which you can read here but i finally have an update and i'm cackling apparently after sister-in-law reconnected with mother-in-law a week after she told mother-in-law to jump off a bridge Mother-in-law and sister-in-law started hatching a plan to move in together. They just had to wait until sister-in-law's lease ended in June. Well, April came and brother-in-law too was anxious for news. He wants his space back to himself after almost two years of housing mother-in-law. He wants to vape and drink a glass of whiskey without mother-in-law nagging him. He wants to bring a girl over to wine and dine. He wants to choke the chicken (laughs) without mother-in-law snoring in the next room. But mother-in-law has no answer for him. Well, I guess mother-in-law asked sister-in-law for that answer because sister-in-law blew up. First, she called brother-in-law too and told him to keep his nose out of her ass and proceeded to block him on all platforms. A week later, sister-in-law called mother-in-law and said that mother-in-law is too toxic to have in her life. And not only will sister-in-law no longer be moving in with mother-in-law, but sister-in-law is going no contact with everyone. Mother-in-law cried to husband. We rolled our eyes and shrugged because we definitely didn't see that coming then just this saturday brother-in-law 2 got a notification from his bank someone had transferred 50 dollars to his account he was confused and decided to wait to see who sent it not an hour later he got a call from an unknown number it was sister-in-law apparently sister-in-law bummed father-in-law for 50 dollars but the easiest and quickest way to get her money was to send it to brother-in-law 2 so because Every person in the world is a side character in -in sister-in-law's personal soap opera, only present to push her own narrative forward. Sister-in-law told father-in-law to transfer the money to brother-in-law 2 without asking brother-in-law 2 for permission. Then she unblocked brother-in-law 2 only long enough to command him to withdraw the money ASAP so that she can swing by his apartment to pick it up. Brother-in-law 2 burst out laughing. He didn't even have the breath to tell sister-in-law to fuck off. He just laughed and hung up the phone. Brother-in-law too called husband and since father-in-law didn't even wish either guy happy birthday this year, the brothers decided to use the $50 as a gift from deadbeat papa to buy drinks for a shindig they'd planned on having for their uncle who came in on Friday from Europe. The party was yesterday and all the family, excluding father-in-law because this is mother-in-law's brother, came together to drink, talk shit and be merry. S.O.'s were invited, but I couldn't go because I have a cold. Boy, I wish I'd went anyway. Husband came home laughing. Apparently sister-in-law really needed that $50 because she hounded and harassed brother-in-law too non-stop. Finally, he relented and told her that she could come get the money at 12, two hours before the party was to start. He did it to avoid inviting her to the party, but also to avoid hurting her feelings. However, the Queen of Sheba does all things on her own time. And so she arrived at the height of the party. People were laughing, grilling, and having a merry time without her. Of course, the uncle felt bad for sister-in-law, especially because he didn't know the situation. He asked sister-in-law to stay and grab a plate, but sister-in-law said, oh no, I have other places to be, and then huffed off to her car and sped away in dramatic fashion. Cloud of dust and all. Husband says, for a good hour, everyone talked about what a stink woman sister-in-law turned out to be, and how sorry they were that the brothers had to deal with such a sour sister. But no one said this to mother-in-law it was pretty clear to everyone where sister-in-law got her ways from. But better yet, brother-in-law 1 got a message soon after sister-in-law left. In fact, it was sister-in-law. She wanted to know if brother-in-law 2 and mother-in-law had invited him and husband to the party. When brother-in-law 1 said yes, sister-in-law sent a voice note ranting about how much she hates her brothers and her mother and cried about how no one appreciates family and how everyone treats her like a dog. But she didn't care because fuck all of us. But pray tell, how could she expect anyone to invite her to anything if she's cut contact with every bloody body? It ain't much, but ain't karma sweet. And it's one of those ones where you get to the end of it and you think, bloody hell, ain't that sister-in-law just exhausting? I'm not sure if I'd have been able to tolerate much of that from the very start, to be quite honest. i have been like, yeah, just don't have nothing to do with me, please. Because even after all this, I can still see her turning up again at some point in the future. I mean, all this shit that's gone on, all this hassle that's gone on, she keeps coming back into their lives. Even after going no contact with them, she keeps on blocking them, coming back into their lives. There's no stopping this person. (laughs) But what do you guys make of this situation? If you was OP, what would you do? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me today getting involved in the stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for joining me and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love